All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this. Uh, The first one up today, man, fuck this dude. Steven fucking Crowder, right? I told you, he's a sack of shit. I'm so incredibly not a fan. Oh, look, buddy's looking for me. Where where are you going, Q-tip? Follow the nose, follow the nose, follow the nose. Should I go get him, gang? You guys, hold on. Let's see how far this Yeti mic can reach. Let's take a look here. All right, I'm about six feet. 12 feet. Okay. Q-tip is secured. We're coming back to the recording table. And now we're seated. No, give me back on Dobby. Fuck face Steven Crowder. I do, I'm not a fan of this dude. I, he is a fucking coward by definition. Right? And, and he's a comedian. And his jokes are always so fucking funny. I always forget to fucking laugh at the fucking punchline. I, I, I really do think he's fucking terrible. And I told you on that other episode, hey, buddy, what's going on? All right, now the Q-tip wants to get up. Come here, Tip. Turn the, he's going to get shaved today, gang. We're going to go for it. Okay, buddy. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right, the Q-tip is secure. But I hit his ass up on a previous episode, right? Again, the, Again, for a guy who hates trans people as much as he does, he cannot stop dressing up as a fucking woman, right? And he's so tough, right? He, I told you, he, he went from whatever hellhole he lives in, hopped on a plane, came to Austin, Texas, rented a car, and without this person having any knowledge of what was going to happen... He found a trans man who stood at almighty five foot six who said something mean about him on the internet. Again, who's a snowflake now, bitch? And again, this dude had no idea Steven Crowder's monkey ass was going to show up. And Steven Crowder, again, being a legit probably 6162 with 10 cameras and a whole posse, fronked this dude, right? And again, there was Crowder. They're like, well, you're not so tough now. You're going to say to my face, dude, you're a bitch. Really? You're going to sneak attack a five foot six inch dude because he said something mean? Shut the fuck up. Right? But again, he's a comedian and a horrible one. I've listened to some of his stuff. And gang, I have never once even cracked a fucking smile. And you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of what would have happened to George Carlin if George Carlin was a sack of shit. Gang, go back and listen to what, I mean, early Carlin. That dude was courageous. His comedy pushed boundaries that were never pushed before. Do you know what made George Carlin George Carlin? George Carlin went after the big dogs. You understand? And he was just as edgy when he became that guy as when he was just working out, you know, to to, to five people in smoke-filled comedy clubs in the 60s. 
right? That's what made George Carlin who he was. He went after big corporations. He shit on white people and he was white. And what made him I mean, our personal favorite, and by us, I mean the non-believing community, he went after religion. And even someone as egotistical as fucking Bill Maher, when Bill Maher gets credit, he was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, not me. George Carlin. Buddy, where are you going? That's what made George Carlin who he was. He was brave enough to go after people who had more power, more strength, more juice. That's not what Steven Crowder does, gang. He makes a living and sadly a handsome one by punching down, right? Uh, again, our trans family, like the black family, and they're, they're a marginalized portion of society. They are demonized. And this dude cannot get enough of going after people who have trouble punching for themselves. So again, I just think he's a fucking coward. Now again, he's done a little comedy bit. And again, this is this a Trumplican. Again, a Trumplican. You guys remember that fucking comedy routine he did kind of makeshift about they were uh, going to, uh, what was it? Uh, they were going to subsidize black farmers. Now, this is a Google search. This is a Google search as to why black for, I would say, get the hookup. But no, you're going to get a portion of what you would have had if we had not absolutely positively butt fucked you. Right. And, and he goes, it's not that he was complaining. And it was, I was like, well, well, well how do they know they're black? Bro, 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 shut the fuck up. Again, this is a Google search. Gang. He pushed it so far that, again, he just went on this racist-filled, what was supposed to be a comedy routine, and it was anything but. Because, again, it was like, well, how do you know, you know, this person's a black farmer? Then, of course, they had to, you know, quote-unquote talk black and, yo, man, I'm Tyrone Johnson, motherfucker. You know, and then they, then his little crowd of fuck faces, they all joined in. Right? And like, oh, well, what are they growing? Like Hennessy plants and uh, smoke some weed and rape some what? Shut the fuck up. Again, it was a joke so funny, I forgot to laugh. And I think he got his ass snatched up for, for that little routine he did. And then, of course, when he came back, it was all about being canceled. And shut the fuck up. No, fuckface. You're, you're paying consequences. But, gang, the reason why this fucker made the hit list today, because he pretty much did the same thing. Right. And again, and here we are. I, I said this in one of my two minute videos and I'm going to say it now. Media representation is important. And and black people for far too long. Again, we've always been the pimp, the hooker, the criminal, the drug dealer, all that bullshit. Right. And I said, even if even if like you got to Oh, I got a belch. Oh, hashtag unprofessional. Even if it was like a police show in the 70s, right? What, what, what would we see? The white cop would have on, you know, a suit and tie, buzz haircut. He always had, you know, his uh, little notepad and pencil. It was just a fax, man, just a fax. 
Now, here's a black dude with the exact same education level, exact same rank in the police department, exact same level. It's everything. What would Detective Johnson look like? Right? An enormous afro with a pick in the back with a black power fist on top of it. Bell-bottom blue jeans. Right? He'd be wearing these fucking shoes with platforms on them. Probably had goldfish. Right? Gold chains, a daishiki. Right? And when they go in and interview the white lady. Right? Yo, you white bitch. Go in there and get me some Kool-Aid, you motherfucker. And make it some fried chicken. What? Even when we were your equal, we were still your subordinate. Media betrayal is fucking important. If you think I'm bullshitting, go look at Fox. Seriously. And I told you all this one long time ago. Uh, It was uh, Harambee, I think. The gorilla pit, the eight pit. A kid fell into an eight pit. It was a total accident. Every other news station ran a story on the ethics because, gang, they put the ape down. They shot the ape. It was sad. And I still remember, I can't remember the station, but there was one final expert uh, talking, and it was like, we did not have a choice. This is not something we wanted to do. It was something we had to do. An ape that size, an ape that maturity level and strength, when they are agitated, They can go from zero to fuck me in half a second flat. And that size, they said he has the ability. If you gave him a ripe coconut, he could crush it in one hand. We didn't want to do it. We had to do it. Do you guys know what the fuck Fox News did? They did research on the family and found out that the dad had a felony rap sheet in his past. You know where the dad was when this happened? He was at work. He'd already paid his debt to society. He was at work doing an honest day's work. No fuck face. He wasn't slinging rocks. He'd already paid his debt. This was from his past. They did a full length story on a black man with a rap sheet. While everyone else talked about the ethics of shooting the eight. And gang, that story made me so mad. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and truth, let's go. How, how everyone is portrayed in the media is fucking important. Which brings me to fuckface Stephen Crowder and what this asshole said today to get his monkey ass on the hit list. It's this nonstop debate on when are we going to have a black James Bond, Right? Again, I think they've always been flirting with the idea of putting Idris Elba. Now, again, if they fuck around and do that, oh, my God, you need to make sure everyone gets a free box of Kleenex, both men and women. That's going to be a porno flick. Idris Elba in a handmade suit just for his body? Are you shitting me? Everyone's going to jerk off looking at that fucking film. Holy shit. I don't know how much fluid I got in me. I don't know if I can last that long. None of us do. Right? What a phenomenal pick. But what did Steven Crowder and his merry band of fucking racist bigots say? It was, you know, this is what the left does. They're trying to interject race where race is not important. Why does he have to be black? No, 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 no,
If that's the case, ask why, why are you talking about it? Seriously. But again, this is what you say when you have always been on top. Right? Why, why, why do we need this now? Dude, every fucking superhero for the most part, with a few notable exceptions, they've all been white. Again, if you think I'm bullshitting, just go look at the test tube called America. Right? Everything that is right in this country is white. Superman, Batman, The Flash, Green Arrow. I mean, just go down the laundry list. Right? All the police dramas, all the detective shows, all the doctor shows, they were all white dudes. Yes, media portrayal is important. And again, it'd be different if we had, you know, the Martin Luther King autobiography on film starring Tom Hanks, right? That's not how it works. James Bond is a fictional fucking character, asswipe, right? Evolve or die. But it's kind of like the whole, again, I told you, I've been at the same job for a quarter of a century now. I have watched kids be born, grow up, and go to college. Some of them have graduated. And the exact same people who sat there and said, get over it. There's no such thing as racism. Blah, 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 blah. We're all equal now. Blah, 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 blah. When their kids were denied admission to their top college, what did they say? Well, this is reverse racism. Oh, I don't know. Shut the fuck up. Again, it's funny how it's not a problem. You're non-empathetic, having ass itself until it happens to you. But again, in terms of college admission, that's not reverse racism, face. Actually, I'm not a fan of that term. Right? Again, you feel entitled because you thought just because your kid is white and had a dick, he should have gotten first choice at AM, at Texas, at Florida State, at Notre No. No. Did you ever just stop to think that your fucking brat wasn't good enough? Right? But now you want to lean on the excuse of racism. Just like this. It's like, why is it so important? Why do we have to have a black James Bond? Why do we have to interject color and everything? Because here's why. Fuck face. Because the default setting in this country is white man. Again, look how much we freaked the fuck out on our 44th try. We got a black president. And look at the shitstorm that came with that. We are still working to normalize black in this country, right? So to close this one out for fuck faces like Steven Crowder, the reason why it is important to make these changes is we are, again, you may not think so, but again, you're fucking white. You don't get to make that call. Because like I've always said, I don't get to tell a woman who's going through menstrual cramps to walk it off. It's just menstruation. It's just your uterus sloughing off. Walk it off. Quit complaining. Go get some chocolate, some idol. Go fuck yourself. What kind of dick would I be? As a white person, you don't get to make the fucking call that it's that I'm normalized because I'm not. And if you think I'm bullshitting, look at Steven Crowder. Why would you complain? I, I want again. Get, once I've held some records in my life. I have. Like I told you, I may not be that smart, but I am that strong. I've set records. And when I found out that my records have been broken, you'll never guess what? I celebrate it. I was like, yo, that means times are changing. Things are getting better. That record I put there so that you can break it. 
<clears throat> and I hope you say that to the person who eclipses your shit. I just need a drink. Greet and gravel. <clears throat> right? You would want. Now, I remember what they made this uh, stink about. There was a rumor going around that Michael B. Jordan should be the next Superman. Oh, my God. Right? Everyone knows that Superman is white. And when was the last time you went to Krypton? <laughs> How do you know this? Oh, you know, one more thing. And I swear to God, I'm going to close this out. I went to the second or third to last Comic-Con uh, when it was here in Austin, Texas. And Neil, was it Anderson? I'm looking right at the picture. I got to bring that picture in here. But it's the guy who inked the uh, John Stewart character for the Green Lantern, right? And I went and I just, oh my God, I know who you are. And gang, he sat me down and he told me the story about the black Green Lantern. And I sat there and I'm not lying, gang. I had tears coming down my cheeks. I'm not going to do it any justice. But long story short, he's pitching the idea because they, they, they've already gone through uh, Hal Jordan and I don't think Kyle Radner was next. But again, it is, hello, it's time to find another uh, worthy wearer of the ring. And everyone's like, oh, it's going to be, you know, this white guy from Kansas. It's going to be this white guy. From, and he's like, hold on, just stop. You mean to tell me that this ring searched the entire fucking Milky Way and the only worthy people is some white dude from Dallas, Texas? Are you shitting me? Went to St. Mark's High and elite Christian high school. He's never known anything but financial opulence, and he's the most worthy. Are you kidding me? And so I said he kept going, and they finally like, fine. Fine. We'll have a black Green Lantern. But he's going to be Tyrone Jackson, and he's a former drug dealer. Again, he, they literally went through air. Okay, okay. Not Tyrone. Not Tyrone. He's going to be, you know, LeJenkins, LeBron James Smith, okay? Uh, his dad ran out on him. His mother does crack. His sister's a whore. And he's like, stop. Seriously, stop. Are you fucking kidding me? We're going to name him John Stewart. Okay, we'll go with John Stewart, but he's a garbage collector. He's a garbage collector. He dropped out of high school. It's like, no, stop it. His name is going to be John Stewart. He's a Marine who serves his country honorably. King, I'm not bullshit when I tell you that story. I had chills. It's like, again, that ring searched the entire galaxy. Millions upon millions of souls, and it can only seem to find white guys. Are you kidding me? So again, to wrap this portion up, this went a little bit longer than what I thought it was going to do. To the fucks like Steven Crowder, you need to shut the fuck up. You're only saying this because you are defending what you think is the default setting, and that is white. Please go fuck yourself. All right, gang, we're moving on. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. All right. Gang, I'm debating on which one I should do next. I don't want to make this a nine-hour-long show. All right, so I won't do it. Gang, this one's the big daddy. This one is the big fucking daddy. We're going to do two big topics today. After I belch, hashtag unprofessional. I'll save this one for tomorrow. I'll, I'll make tomorrow a marathon. Thanks for hanging in there with me. 
But gang, I, there was a conversation at work. What was uh shit just yesterday? Today's Thursday. And the person at work was talking about there was, I think they're making another. Did they I think they saw a documentary on Muhammad Ali? Who the fuck doesn't love the champ? Formerly known as Cassius Clay. That dude was fucking fantastic. I don't think people quite understand how big of a social impact this guy had. And this person who I have a history with was going on about the greatness of Muhammad Ali. And I was like, yeah, it is. Sounds like a fucking great documentary. And, you know, the only thing I could really add was, you know, on top of, you know, reading all about him growing up on his, you know, achievements. I was like, you know, Will Smith actually played the champ in the movie named Ali. I mean, if you saw that, you should probably see that as well. It was fucking phenomenal. He, he sounded just like him. He acted just like him. Yeah, you, you should give it a shot. Again, and then this person turned around and was talking about, you know, what a great American, you know, Muhammad Ali was and all this other bullshit. And on the inside, all I could do was laugh. Because again, there, there's certain people I just won't have conversations with any longer. Right. And one of those people are the people who I like to say they aren't ready to receive the knowledge. Right. I can only tell you so many times, you know, don't put your hand on that fire. You do it 20 times, you get burnt 20 times. I'm going to stop. Maybe the 21st, 21st time your monkey ass will figure it out. So I put this person in this category. This person just isn't ready to receive the knowledge about, you know, Muhammad Ali being this great American, because this is someone gang who, what we're going on six years when the Colin Kaepernick stuff first kicked off. I told this person that this one, I was still willing to have this conversation about respecting flags and all this other bullshit. Now I'm not giving too much away. Okay. So this tells you about this person's age, right? This person and their family is one of these, you know, don't kneel for the flag. You know, respect the flag, blah, 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 blah. And I've told you, no symbol can be more important than the people it represents. Again, if a flag was burning and a black person was drowning and you only had time to save one, which one would you pick? And I hope every single last one of you fucks just said the black dude. Because I'm not even close to joking when I pose that question. Because that's that, that's what we come down to. Black people are saying we're afraid we're going to die. And you're talking about the importance of a cloth. Again, if I took the flag off of your front doorstep, wiped my ass with it, burned it, and then bought you another one, put it up, you wouldn't know the difference. Now, you may not give a shit, but if they shoot Robert Christopher Reed in the face and he dies, that's it. You, maybe, you can go get another black friend, but my family and the people who really care about me, they are down one Robert Christopher Reed. So this is why, again, I stopped having that discussion. But again, this hyper-American and this person's family, <laughs> there was someone in their family gang that was drafted. Not by the New York Giants, but they were drafted to serve in the Vietnam War. Now, let's just say because of this person's status or their family status at the time, 
this person got an exemption. And by exemption, uh, apparently he, he, I don't know, stubbed his toe. So this person could not go fight in Vietnam. And when I was told this story for the first time, this person must have seen the look of disgust on my face. Because again, this person has always been this hyper-American, USA! And immediately this person shot back with, well, he really wanted to serve, but I was like, but he didn't. Do you know how many people didn't want to go, but went because they had to? Some of those fuckers are in a box, six feet underground. All that's left of them is bones, hair, and now an old, dusty United States Navy uniform. They're dressed blues, right? So you don't get to sit here and scream, USA. Again, it's a lot easier to be a patriot when someone else is dying for you. When your monkey has has to put actual skin in the game, look at you now, right? But again, I was laughing on the inside. Let me get back. Oh, I got to calm down. Only alcohol does that. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. <clears throat> so back to the champ. Again, at this stage, again, I don't, I don't have this talk with this person anymore. But this fine American, Muhammad Ali, it's like, do you know, what did they tell you about the champ in this documentary? Or did you just watch the parts where he beat up other black dudes? I, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Gang, okay? because there's one thing I told this person during the Colin Kaepernick shit. It's something I've told lots of other people. Yesterday's villains are today's heroes. The, the people that got shit on in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, they're the people who, who buildings are named after. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. So again, it, it you would have hated the champ because again, this great American that this person was talking about, he was drafted. Yeah, he was. He was drafted to fight in the fucking Vietnam War. Do you guys remember his famous quote? Muhammad Ali said, no Viet Cong has ever called me nigger. Now, this was after he converted. He ceased to be Cassius, and he became a Muslim. And he was all about peace. He's like, no, I'm not going to fight your war. I'm not going to fight a war for a country that fucking hates me. And again, and he was right. The only difference between America and going over to Vietnam, the Vietnamese, they didn't call him nigger. Gang, there are countless stories. My dad has these fucking stories. Again, stop acting like this shit is 900 years ago. When my dad came back stateside for the first time, he said, black uh, vets, you had an option. You could go under the airport where the dogs and the fucking luggage were, or you can go around the airport. Because the white ones went through, and they caught some shit. They did. The Vietnam conflict was a very ugly war. They would get called, you know, baby killers and stuff like that. Yeah, the the black ones, you 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 were not only a baby killer, but they would hot loogies, spit it on you, and call you a nigger. You were twice as bad, right? And again, the country that my dad and others fought for hated them, and and the champ was right. 
And again, no Viet Cong has ever called me fucking nigger. So he chose to de- decline his uh, draft status. You know what America, you know, the country that loved him so much, you know what they did? They gave him a two-year state-sponsored holiday. He went to jail for his beliefs. Yeah. But again, here we are. How many decades later after that? What are we, 10 plus years after he died? Now we sing his praises. We write songs about him, rap songs, right? We all love him. Once upon a time, that dude was public enemy number one. We hate it. Muhammad Ali, why can't you be like, if he was alive today, gang, he would have heard exactly what I and a whole bunch of other of us here. Why can't you be like the Hodge twins? Why, why, why can't you be like Diamond and Silk? Why can't you be like Jesse Lee Peterson? The amazing Lucas. Why, why can't you be like Tim Scott? Right? Why can't you be like the good ones? Again, yesterday's villains are today's heroes, gang. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. going and again let's again yesterday's villains are today's heroes again how easy is it to do swing on the nuts of the people who we swing on today the question is would you have done it when they were in their prime again let's rewind the clock just last year year and a half ago oh but what oh this is kind of adorable kind of calms down anger fest Bubba's kind of nose-kissing his brother, Buddy. (laughs) I got a good family, gang. I got a good fucking family. I do. Good burrito. But, oh, where the fuck was I? I got to get angry again. All this love shit. Oh, okay, that's right. All right, again, how easy is it now to stand next to a population? Again, this is, gang, this is the whole bullshit with, um, you know, support the troops. Walking up to someone in uniform, you know, and fucking, oh, thank you for your service. Shut the fuck up. Again, some of us are old enough to remember. Again, I will never front. I am not military, but I am a military child. You know how many times people ran up to my dad and other people in uniform when I was a kid, tripping over themselves to buy their coffee their their lunch at some lunch counter, some cafeteria, to come up and you know jerk them off. And, oh, thank you for your service. Let me tell you something, gang. Now let me give you a range. That range was somewhere in between zero 
and fucking zero. I told y'all, when the first Gulf conflict kicked off, it was literally infinitely more popular to say how much you did not support the troops. Right? We right, we went in there, you know, blood money and all this other stuff, and George Bush just wants to roll, and uh, that's what we said. But now it's popular. Back then it wasn't. Where were your voices then when no one was paying you? A, you know what it is? One more analogy before I get to the next person. It's the Uncle Bobby definition of the word discipline. Discipline is what you do when nobody's looking. Again, when no one's, when it's not the popular thing to do. Again, where were your praises for the troops in 1990 when I was a kid when we kicked off the first Gulf conflict? No one was such fucking, you know, you know, you know what, what, respect the flag, motherfucker. You know, or Pledge of Allegiance before the games. Gang, I've been to stadiums long before Colin Kaepernick kicked his shit off. Nobody even knew the national anthem was fucking playing, right? But now we've got a common enemy in Count Blackula and Colin Kaepernick. In 1989, all of you motherfuckers were Steve Rogers. In 2021, you motherfuckers are Steve Rogers after they hit his monkey ass with the shot of the super soldier serum. You're not Captain America. You're fucking Cletus. Right? Again, it's popular. But to the next one, Martin Luther, the motherfucking king. And there's no way we can say that man's name without a little bit of this Hendrix. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, and delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. It, again, a year and a half. Oh, I took a big spinoff. Yeah, a year and a half ago, gang, the BLM marches. Yeah, there was rioting. Yeah, there was looting. And I've already told you, I am not a fan. I do not like it. But I 100% understand. You want to know who else said that? Martin Luther motherfucking King. Because again, the big thing was, oh, well, Martin Luther King would have done it. Shut the fuck up. Again, what revisionist history book are you reading? Martin Luther King was a fucking rebel rouser. And again, what he said about rioting and looting, he said the exact, I don't like it. And these are his words. Looting is the language of the ignored. And we've all been saying that. How many times can we whisper, don't kill us? You ignore us. We say, hey, don't kill us in a talking voice. You say, shut up. We say, hey, don't kill us. Now we yell it. You say, calm down. When we march, you tell us we're disturbing the public. When we kneel, you tell us we're being disrespectful. What what do you want us to fucking do? Right? And again, I remember when Colin was doing his stuff, right? What did people say? Why why, 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 why doesn't he do a press conference, Robert? I don't know, fuckface. Which one of the two dozen press conferences that he's already cut would you like to talk about? Now, all we have left is direct fucking job. And that's when you paid us attention. Right? So, again, for all you fucks sitting there talking about MLK, you would have hated him back. And I did, I told you about that lady. I told her. 
You would have hated Martin Luther King if he was alive and active today. You know what she said? Literally, she said, uh-uh. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. You would have hated him. This country hated Martin Luther King. You know what she said? No, we, we've always loved Martin Luther King. I was like, oh, fuck me. I just belched. Hashtag another one. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, hashtag unprofessional. That one got a burn. And, and I told her, this country's always hate. She didn't believe me. She was literally shocked when I said that. And I was like, which part of we murdered that man do you not understand? And no, this isn't just small pockets because she's literally told me that racism only exists in this country in very small pockets. I was like, I wish I knew the name of your drug dealer. I would love to live in that fucking emotional utopia that you live in. Gang, this country loved Martin Luther King so much. Not only did we murder that man, not only did we murder that man three years, gang, after he died. I'm trying to remember the name of the publication, but it was a major one. They did a poll of the top 10 most hated people in America. Martin Luther King, three years. That's over 1,200 days he made that list of the people that this country hates the most. And for all you fucks who still like to talk about how long ago that was, that's Generation X. Yeah. That means if me, my best friend, a lot of my coworkers, some, you were either right being born when this poll was taken, because that was 1967. That's Generation X. Gang, I'm so bad at math. I was four. I was five years removed from being born when that poll was taken. That's how much we loved Martin Luther King. Three years after we killed that man, he was still one of the most hated people in this country. And now you fucks love to jerk him off. And during the BLM marches and protests, you guys sat there and said Martin Luther King wouldn't have done that. No, you're right. He would have done worse. And if Martin Luther King saw what Colin Kaepernick did, he would have walked on the field. He would have patted him on the head. And he would have said, that's cute, Junior Flip. Now go hit the bench. Let me show you how a fucking professional does this. Gang, there's no way you make that kind of social change and still be everybody's friend. We arrested that man. We accused him of being a communist. He was on every single government watch list we have and all the 553 that we don't even know about. He was literally public enemy number one. And the only reason why we love him now, because it's easy to do. It's popular to do. So again, yesterday's villains are today's heroes. You want to show me how big your nuts are? Stand next to a rebel rouser when everyone fucking hates him or her. Now, gang, here's, here's I kind of saved the best for last. And that's why I'm making this a two episode show. Matter of fact, I may do another one because I just thought of about three women that rocked the boat. Matter of fact, I am. Tomorrow I'm doing a part two. Tomorrow I'm going to do a part. Let me write that down. Part two.
rebel women. All right. But gang, I saved the big one. Buddy, what are you doing? I saved the big one for last. And to quote the agency director from the great movie, the historian, the philosopher from Team America, the director, Jesus titty fucking Christ. Jesus fucking Christ is the last one, gang. Fuck it. Let's drink to Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm an atheist, gang. I do not believe. I, I don't even get into the debate. When people want to sit here and say, what well, do you think Jesus existed? You know what my response is? I don't give a shit. I do not care. I'll give you that Jesus lived. I'll, I'll tell, I'll grant you that he lived till 33. He took long walks with his homeboys. I'll give you all of that. You still have to prove to me that Jesus has fucking superpowers. And right now there's some Christian got their asshole all puckered up. I don't know why you guys hate that word. Seriously. Any other definition? That's called magic, Jack. <coughs> but like, oh, I almost coughed and died. Maybe God got mad at me. But I'm going to it. You guys love to jerk that dude off, don't you? Right? He was the greatest philosopher ever. He was the greatest teacher of peace ever. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Shut the fuck up. I actually, I said this in my two-minute video this morning. If Jesus Christ was alive today, and what, don't the Mormons? I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Aren't they the ones who believe that Jesus is like fucking from Missouri? Right? Are you kidding me? I just saw a TikTok video. Right? Name one thing that's not in the Bible. It's so much white people. Give me a break. You guys think you look like fucking Kenny Loggins? Yeah, nothing, nothing of the sort. Nothing of the fucking sort. And again, especially you hardcore Christian conservatives, you would have hated that fucker. You would have hated Jesus titty fucking Christ. Now, it's easy to sit here and say how much you would, but you would. You know how I know? Jesus fucking Christ stood for everything you hardcore Christians cannot stand. I am dead serious when I say that. Now, again, I am not putting all Christians in the same category. I am not. I bet you dollars to donuts I could have this conversation with a handful of Christians that are in my mind right now. I've already told you. I, I love my sister. Me and Lady L will never debate on Jesus. But we, and we have had this talk. Gang, I've gone to her church service online. Seriously. I, again, I, I like her Jesus. I bet you me and Joseph motherfucking Nola could find the middle ground. Christiane Dawson. And they're, they're Christians that I know that I can have this conversation with. Again, I'm talking about that level of Christian, right? The Boberts, the Trumps, the Marjorie Denner fuckface greens, the people at my job, the people who pound their chest the hardest about how much they love Jesus are the ones that would have hated him with the fury and the fire and the intensity of every single drunk Cajun in the fucking Superdome who pulls for the Saints on how much we hate the fucking Atlanta Falcons. That's how much y'all would hate that, dude. You would. Jesus Christ 
was brown skin. He was. Jesus Christ, more than likely, had a big, broad nose. Jesus Christ didn't, again, he did not have this fucking Chris Hemsworth-looking lock of hair from Thor. It was the Middle East, fucks. One, it definitely would have been nappy. Two, you know what was big back in those days? Lice. So that would have been a very, it, it would have looked more like a very unkept bird's nest. And it would have been nappy. They had to keep their hair as short as possible because of the lice infection. Right? He looked nothing like what you guys think he does. He would have been, if Jesus Christ tried to get on a plane right after 9-11, he would have been denied access by TSA. And you fucks would have clapped at that. You would have. You would have applauded, right? Send him back. Send him back. Send him back. That is exactly what you fucks would have done. Jesus Christ would have been fucking hated by today's standards, right? You would have hated the way he looked. I don't need to go any further than that. G-Man Truth, yeah. I could end the show right now. Apparently, Jesus Christ was all about peace. Uh, not really, but Jesus Christ was all about peace. Again, we can't get you. And I, I had this conversation at work not too long ago. Right? Again, the whole gun debate pisses me off. Again, that's the best part about being an independent. I told you. It's not because I can vote for anybody. It's because I can bash everyone. What will Democrats do right after the next mass shooting? They're going to sit there and going to say, let's ban all guns. What will the Republicans say? My God, must you politicize? The bodies aren't even cold. Right? Thoughts and prayers. What about my second amendment? And you know what's going to happen? I'll see you next week when another elementary school gets shot the fuck up, right? Again, your, your, your Jesus was all about peace. We can't get you guys to even talk about gun control. I didn't say eliminate all guns, but maybe we should have a fucking conversation, right? Should any slap nuts who just fucking works at Home Depot have access to a 50 caliber gun? Right? Seriously. 50 cows are used to shoot tanks. I saw fuckface Marjorie Taylor fuckface Green do that in a political ad. What does that Cro-Magnon man, open mouth breathing intellectual troglodyte need with the 50 cow? I'm, again, as the atheist, former Christian, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. But do you really think Jesus would sit here and look at all of this mass murder and that you guys literally worship your fucking guns? I don't know how you guys came to the idea that the Second Amendment is the cornerstone of the United States. It's not the voting shit, no. It's not the speech and expression, no. Right? It's not the 13th. What the fuck? Women suffer. What? The most important amendment is the one that gives you the right to kill and blow shit up. Do you really think your Jesus would like that? You would have hated that fucker, but he's a hero today, isn't he? And I know, I know, I know. Oh, no, Robert, I, I, I would have dropped everything and I would have, I would have uh, followed. No, you wouldn't shut the fuck up. No, you would not.
I'm pretty sure I can find, oh, I don't know, a verse or two on how much Jesus could not stand wealth. I'm just going to take a drink because Uncle Bobby likes alcohol. And my voice just cracked like a 13-year-old. I'm pretty sure, gang, I can find a verse or two on how much Jesus Christ despised wealth. Some of the people in my life with the most amount of cash are the ones who don't want to give it up. Telling me how hard they worked. Great. Like I said, there's a difference between long hours and actually working hard. Some of these fuckers just clock long hours. Again, you don't get to tell me about the home run you hit when you started out on third base and someone sacrificed bunt to bring your monkey ass home. Right? You got 20 trillion fucking dollars, but there's someone not 10 miles from your house who won't eat dinner tonight. And when we say things like, maybe we should increase taxes on the rich. What the fuck? Seriously, what the fuck? What do you think your Jesus would say? Do you think your Jesus would want you to sit there in a five-story house, a summer house in Shad, right? You don't drive the same car for more than two years in a row. You wear underwear once and you fucking burn it. What would your Jesus say? You know what you call him? A socialist. You want to know why? He would have been a socialist. Seriously. What would your Jesus say? Would you loved him or would you hated him? I'll answer that. You would have hated him. You want to know why? Yesterday's villains or today's heroes. Again, gang, I, I still know people who sit. I don't have this conversation anymore. because I got blood pressure issues. I still know people, gang, who will sit there and they will say, Again, in English words, I can understand. They will sit there and they will literally talk about some bullshit about how healthcare is a privilege and not a right. It's like, how can you say that? Well, Robert, you know, you know, you know, uh, it's, it's a privilege. It's not a right. And man, it's a privilege. It's not a right. And it's a privilege. It's not. Shut the fuck up. Again, I told you, I have seen people denied service or full service at uh, drugstore counters getting diabetes medicine. Again, this wasn't pimple cream. This is literally life-saving medication. And because of some glitch in insurance, this person is literally leaving hundreds of dollars of life-saving medication on the counter. So much, in fact, gang, it's actually somewhat of a pandemic in this country. Because the drug makers are increasing the price. I just belched. Now that one, gang, is a hashtag episode mood killer. I'm trying to be angry and I've got gas coming out of my mouth. Drug companies are increasing the prices of life-saving essential meds without really changing the ingredients. Why? The CEO needs another house in the south of fucking France. Right? What would your Jesus say? I'm going to take a stab at it. He would say, give this medication away for free. Oh, well, Robert, someone has a blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Again, you would have hated that dude, but he's put up on a pedestal today as a fucking hero. Again, it's easy to do it now because no discipline is required. It's popular 
to love your Jesus now. Right? Again, and then the last one on this fucker. Yeah, I just called Jesus a fucker. I'm an atheist. What is he going to do? Strike me down with lightning? Hold on, let's wait. Now you're going to find me once more. But apparently the greatest show of love is to commit suicide. And so that you believers can be free, your Jesus literally got his ass nailed to a fucking cross. He came down here knowing in advance his life was going to end in the most heinous, brutal fashion ever. The Romans were torture pimps. They wrote the motherfucking handbook on how to do it. How can we make this hurt? How can we make this last? And that's what your Jesus went through, apparently, for you. And your monkey ass can't wear a mask, right? Oh, Robert, it's so uncomfortable. You ever tried to breathe in it? Hey, do you believe in Jesus? Jesus Christ is the ultimate. Shut the fuck up. Jesus died for you, but you can't wear a mask for everybody else? Again, go fuck yourselves. Again, it's easy to hang on his loincloth now because it's popular and everyone apparently is supposed to do it. And if we don't do it, we're going to go to hell. How much love is that? But again, you, you guys love them now. You go to your churches that don't pay property taxes, even though some of the parishioners, they're going to eat canned beans tonight. I wonder what we could do with those billions of dollars of tax funds. Huh? Maybe we can feed some people. Again, it is easy to love Jesus now. He would have been public enemy el numero uno. And if there was a number bigger than zero to show how important that this country would have hated him, I want to see it because that's what I would call him. Discipline is what you do when nobody's looking. Today's heroes are yesterday's villain, and Jesus Christ would have been the biggest one. All right, gang? That was an emotional charge uh, episode there, wasn't it? God damn. Uncle Bobby's got to go take some blood pressure medicine. First, I need some alcohol. God damn. I, I think I just shortened my life with that one. Gang, Uncle Bobby has given you a couple of big motherfucking problems. So Uncle Bobby loves you, so he's going to give you two big motherfucking solutions. First one up, Steven Crowder. Shut the fuck up. Again, dude, you are a fucking coward. Again, you are exactly what would have happened to George Carlin if George Carlin didn't have a fucking spine. George Carlin went in on people who can fucking crush his ball sack. You punch down. Your entire comedy routine is punching down at people who have the hard time punching back up at you. You're such a big man, Steven Crowder. You go after our trans brothers and sisters like they're fucking serial rapists. Oh, no, that's the fucking Catholic church that you belong to, fuckface. Again, your jokes are so funny, I always forget to laugh. But again, your complaints, uh, you know, why, why are we interjecting race? Why are we, that is, you, are, you are the problem. You are the perfect voice. You are the spokesperson 
for the problem in this country. And that is our default setting is white. Right? Again, James Bond is a fictional character. Why can't he be black? Kal-El is a fucking fictional character, America. Why can't he be black? You mean to tell me every fucker on Krypton was white? Again, that he is the poster boy for every wrong attitude in this fucking country. Right? And I bullshit you not. No, Robert, why are you complaining? There's no racism. Racism, no, no. It's only like in small pockets of Alabama and Arkansas, bro. Shut the fuck up. And then your kid doesn't get picked for his first choice of schools. What did I hear? Right? Oh, Robert, oh, this is reverse racism, Robert. You have no idea how hard it is to be white. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Again, if we're not interjecting race where it's not important, fuckface. It's the exact opposite. We're interjecting race where it is sorely needed. Again, the only reason why you say bullshit like that is when your mindset is the default setting has to be white. So please go fuck yourself. All right, gang, the big one. And the lastly but not leastly, for those who fucking still don't believe that this is a long one, gang. Holy shit. For those of you who still don't seem to understand that today's heroes were yesterday's villains, shut the fuck up. Again, discipline is what you do when nobody's looking. Where were your fucking praises? Seriously, when fucking everyone was shitting on this person over here. Now, it's popular to fucking love them, and now you're swinging on their nutsack. Again, to sit here and tell me that Muhammad Ali was a great American? Are you fucking kidding me? That means you don't know the first fucking thing about the champ. And again, I will put her in tomorrow's episode. We love Rosa Parks now. We arrested that beautiful woman. Martin Luther King, Prince of Peace. No, you would have called him a fucking nigger to his face. You would have said, why can't you be like Candace Owens? Fox News would have ran him through the fucking ringer. And the big daddy of them all, Jesus titty fucking Christ. That brown-skinned, big-nosed, non-English-speaking socialist who gave health care away like tap water, you would have called him a socialist, a communist. You would have, when, again, Jesus Christ trying to get on an airplane today, y'all all would have chanted the same thing. Send him back. Send him back. Send him back. You can sit here and tell me with your cross around your neck, with your Jesus fish on your car, with the I am second t-shirt, you can jerk off to all of that. But I guarantee goddamn to you, if Jesus Christ was alive today, you would all hate him. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. And truth.